Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hello Harm podcast. I'm your host, Alex Luby, and I'm joined, as always, by the horniest of homies to sail the seven seas, Mr. Anthony Luby, Luke Farnsworth, Neil, and we have a new little guest that we'll go over that a little bit later, um, but it's a cat girl named Vanilla, and it's Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. It's Christmas. It is Christmas. 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 Merry, Merry, Merry Chungus. Merry, Merry Then you fuck the Chungus. <laughs> then you have sex with the Chungus. <laughs> you put the egg on the Chungus. But it's actually Christmas uh, evening. So we all had a very Merry Christmas, I hope. A holly jolly Christmas Eve. Holly jolly. Ooh, that's even better than a Merry Christmas. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't want to like touch on Christmas too much. It's the same stuff every year. But we got Christmas. new new little addition to the to the fam. We got a little gamer gamer puppy named Finnegan. He's oh. kind of a menace right now. That's good. <laughs> he tried to eat my pants. <laughs> he tried to eat Luke's pants and my shoes. And his sho- He really likes your shoes. He likes my shoes and my pants. He tried to nip at Anthony's nuts. He did last like, night. He, he bur- I was sitting crisscross applesauce, and he walked up to me and he burrowed his head in my crotch. I'm like, "What are you doing?" And he opens his jaws and tries to clamp. I'm like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> he keeps trying to bite like my jeans. Same. I was. Like, I was on the laying on the couch, and then he just plops his paws up, and I'm like, "All right." So I pick him up and put him on the couch, and he just lays across my chest. Starts trying to nip at my face. You <laughs> asshole. Get down. He and headbutted he... me and then tried to <laughs> then bit my nose. You got your nose good. Dude, my eyes watered. <laughs> he didn't cut me, luckily, but like my eyes were watering. I was like, holy shit, this dog just bit my nose. And he loves my phone. He'll try and eat my phone whenever it's on the ground. <laughs> he's got people to text, Alex. He <laughs> must. He's, he's, he's a busy little guy. He's, he's a, a busy man. He's a busy man. All right, I'll take it. My, my finger was covered in bandages yesterday. Because it was bleeding. It's a fucking menace. You got my fan pretty good. It's that fucking little shit. Little shit. Little shit. <laughs> I love him. He's a good. He's a good boy. He's a gamer. So my family does uh, Christmas. We celebrate Christmas, Christmas Eve with like my grandparents and everyone. Mm-hmm. So everyone was over. My little cousin goes. Do you know Santa's dead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he died in the second <laughs> Which tower did he die in? <laughs> That, my first thought was, oh, he died in the Twin Towers. <laughs> and I'm like, why Why do you think Santa's dead? And he goes, well, I Googled it. Santa was alive in the 1800s. He's dead now. <laughs> and I was he, like... Did you Google like, the real St. Nicholas? I don't know what he Googled, but it said Santa was dead. <laughs> but right. he determined Santa is dead. Not the fact that Santa can fly around the entire world in one night, delivering presents to every single house. His problem was that he was alive. <laughs> you got some, some curious little cousins, Luke. You, you know, I mean, he's 11, so like, <laughs> I, he, he's like at the age where you should find out about Santa probably. Yeah. Close to there. But for him to go, Santa's dead. I was like, this is the most shocking thing ever. That's morbid. <laughs> he died in the second tower. And then my grandpa gave my grandma a card. And it said, I'll love you till I die. Whoa. <laughs> and he, he laughed at his own joke. <laughs> which in turn I laughed at because I was like, it's kind of funny. I'm not going to lie. It's a little funny. Your Pop-Pop is a real gamer. He, he he's, a, he's a man's man. He's, he is a man's man. He's just man. out here trying to make it through the day. Yeah. And, and then I made my uncle cry with the present <laughs> I got him. Oh, yeah. geez. 
Yeah, I got them Browns tickets, and oh, really? Wrote like on a card, like we got them hats and stuff. We mm-hmm. said these are for you to wear at the Browns game. He started to cry. Oh, that's sweet. That's so we determined that my sister and I won Christmas oh, easily. We that's won that one definitely. Yeah, we took we took our victory. Is he going like the next game? Uh, January 9th. Ninth. Who it's do they the, play? It's the very last home game against the Bengals. Right. Ooh, Ohio Which, versus Ohio. As long as the Bengals win, and I think as long as we win tonight, I that heard, would be for first place. I heard they're going to get smacked get, tonight. Yeah, gonna get uh, it was twenty two twenty four with four minutes left in the fourth. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Who was the, winning? The Green Bay by two points. Mm-hmm. So it's a close-ass game. So if they win tonight, that would be the game, as long as the Bengals beat the Ravens, for the Browns to get first place for the division and make it to the playoffs. Really? Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. But if they lose tonight, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. Let's hope they don't blow it. I mean, it's probably over now. Probably is. I could probably look up the score if I wanted to. I can't. We'll do it after. No, I'd do it real quick. Because right. then, then if when... I just have a feeling they lost. Then we can share our disappointment Yeah, it's 22-24. Yeah. Rip. That's my two points. I mean, being honest, Green Bay is probably the best team in the league right now. That's what I heard. One, At least one of them. And the Browns stood their own against them. Really good, honestly. People really sleep on the Browns still. The Browns are probably one of the like probably one of the best teams. They just get shafted at the end of every game. Well, it's like I always hear. I don't watch them, but I always hear like when they should win, they don't, and when they don't expect anything, they pull through. So they they like I don't know if they're fucking memeing everyone or what. Kind of. I mean, it's it's always weird because the games that we quote unquote should win, we either get really shitty officiating. Or we kind of just throw the game for mm-hmm. some reason. And the games we shouldn't win are ones that we would we should win no matter what. People just say we shouldn't because they think that we suck because we lost a, we lost games we should have won. Yeah. Uh, they're kind of they're kooky. Like, I think the Browns have they have one of the best defenses in all of the league. They have one of the best running games in all of the league. We just need a better quarterback. <laughs> They had the third string in last week. Most of the uh, starters were like third string because everyone had COVID. Yeah, like yeah, the they all got there. COVID. They got bruh. They had the, 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 the bruh. The, the, the bruh. The bruh. The cringe. The cringe. So that was my grimness. Grimness. Mine was just puppy. Yeah, I just, I woke up and I just sat around. My, we didn't open presents till like one. Yeah, like one o'clock in the afternoon. I didn't even wake up until noon. I didn't want to. When I sent that text, that was when I woke up. <laughs> I was so fucking tired when I went to bed. And then I stayed up until like 4.30. And then I fucking... Yeah, I was up till about 4 last like night. Like 3.30, 4 o'clock, mm-hmm. something like that. And then I crashed and woke up at noon, noon 15. Yeah, I set my alarm for 9.30. I did, but I was like, fuck that. I'm not getting up at 9.30. No, I didn't want to get up. I, I got up I got up at about 10.30. I was like, I'm going to sleep tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, you know what? I want to get something nice. After the night before, I was like, I'm tired all day. Dude, it was. We were up till like four, and then my dad's like, we're going to breakfast at eight. And I'm like, uh, I have like three and a half hours of sleep. Yeah, and then I got up at nine, so I only got like an hour more. Yeah, because you and Jonathan came over. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah, yeah I'm, I was I'm not sleepy. rocking that good sleep game right now. I'm running on like four hours the first night, five hours the second night. How did you just sleep today? I didn't want to. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. 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 Don't be a jerk. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. 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 But uh, we did our little gift exchange between the the Harlem boys, 
And Anthony and I's gifts aren't here yet because as I say, quote unquote gift exchange. Me and Anthony received gifts from everyone else. <laughs> I, mine for Jonathan is here. I gave. I was able to get chili him his, his fucking chili hat. But yeah, the the skyline chili hat. Luke got me a uh, vanilla figure. Very nice. I and got Anthony a got a chocolate figure. Anthony doesn't want to bring his up here though. I figure he should. Bitch, that's mine. That's, you know, well, I mean, this is mine, but like, I want everyone to experience the best cat girl in the show. Except she's not. I don't know. Luke, you agree with me. That was the goofiest face I've ever seen you make. Well, it's just Anthony's comment kind of pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, you have Ram up here. I mean, that's that's your decision, bud. I'm just saying. Like, if I had a Nestleberry, it'd be my Nestleberry. Like, when we brought Katori to Norfolk, I was like, this is... I like having a stuffed thing. <laughs> like thing. a yeah, state Nestleberry. Nice. My stuff thing yeah. i wanted to get nesso berries but they didn't have any that i like really liked on the website when i checked nesso verse has like nothing on it yeah it was it was yeah. like so out of stock and i really wanted to get those even though anthony got them last year who doesn't want another nesso berry you know? i mean i need all nine of school like, metal products. like what if i pulled through and got everyone a terra jumbo that'd be like a couple grand but what if i did it you that'd know be awesome that'd i wouldn't be awesome. complain that'd be sweet like Alex what? would win Christmas. Yeah, that's winning. Yeah, that'd be sweet. But I- I'm content with Vanilla. She's very cool. The simplest way to win Christmas. Get us all a stupid <laughs> giant fucking Terra Jumbo. If you guys want to send the Hello Harm podcast to Terra Jumbo uh, Nestleberry, just feel free. I wouldn't mind it. If we put it right in the center, it would block all of the cameras. We, we couldn't because we wouldn't be able to see anything. <laughs> the Terra Jumbo would block all of us. Yeah. Because they're what? like They're like the size of you. They're huge. They're mm-hmm. so fucking big. I'm really excited to give you guys your gifts, though. Like, I got you, Andy, and you two, like, the same type of gift. But the, they're just super cool. I just came across them randomly. I'm like, these are fucking based. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. one specific one that I'm like, I wish I bought that for myself. Well, you can just pull the old Alex in 2018 of stealing <laughs> Anthony's Christmas gift for himself. Well, I got you the one that I really wanted, because Luke and... Andy, they had like their specific ones. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to get Anthony this one because this is the one I kind of want. <laughs> I'm going to get Anthony this one because I want it. I'm not going <laughs> to let him know when it comes in the mail. I'm going to put it in my room and say, well, it just never showed up. Sorry, bud. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty bad. <laughs> that was, then you didn't get anyone else any presents. You stole my present from me, and then you never got anyone else a present that year. What, what say you in your defense? <laughs> Dude, I have nothing. Like, like, I can't even make a meme like, about that. That's really shitty. Me and Matt got me and, me and Matt went to the mall and went had his on a fucking katana for Alex. And then everyone, everyone got Alex a gift. And then he's just like, hey, I don't have anything, but I stole Anthony's present. <laughs> like, like you if you just dead. got nothing at all, you would have probably gotten off the hook. Yeah. But the fact that you stole <laughs> Anthony's present and then proceeded to not get anybody else something. You kind of suck. Not the best at presents. I'm getting better. <laughs> yeah, 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 we did get the, better. the acrylics last year. Those were fucking based. I still have mine. Mine's on my desk still. Next mine's to my they're, they're cool. Cool. I, I, th- I think you guys will really like what I got you. I, they're pretty fucking... I know Luke will because he's like into... It's not weird, but I don't want to give it away. But he likes that stuff. I know. I, I have like no idea what it could be. Oh, it's super dope. It's tentacle porn. <laughs> I think uh, I think Luke will be jealous of your gift, Alex. Really? Yes, hundred percent. I don't know what you got anyone either. I have no clue. Luke's is like catered to Luke, mm-hmm. 
And then the one I got you was more catered to Luke. <laughs> See, I got I got Luke's catered to Luke, Andy's catered to Andy. And, and like the third one's catered to you. It's catered to everyone, but it's yours. I'm done. Which I will well, use. Now I'm like stupid curious about what I'm getting. It's cool. My I I think uh the email said they'll be here January fifth. I felt bad because I couldn't find anything that was like super good and fitting for everyone. I was just kind of. I'm like, totally down with the chocolate. I fuck with it. Oh, uh, dude, I, I fuck with vanilla. That's I awesome. was like, man, this is like the best I can think of. I could I, not. Fuck I wanted with to get figured. I almost got Luke a ninety dollar Katana Guitar figurine. I almost got I you. I was like, a, that's so cool. I almost got you a two hundred dollar Clan Ad figurine. Oh my god! Yeah, that's they're so crazy expensive. I was so close they to just are. sending it. That's how I still kind of want to get it. <laughs> I mean, you can I get the Dongo plush. <laughs> See the Dango plushie, I would like use, but or like, you can get Botan. There's a Botan. Yeah, they plush. have Botan. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. they have Botan plushies. The stupid fucking pig. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. But I was like, I can't get Alex a Dango plush. I'll make him cry. <laughs> I don't want to make, make him cry Alex every night. That'll be the second person you made cry on Christmas. Alex will cry <laughs> on two, Christmas for two separate <laughs> for two reasons. completely separate reasons. One is because I'm giving Alex crippling depression, <laughs> and the other one's because I got a really nice gift, and they were happy and cried. I have Jay's Neko hat on right now. I don't know where like the other three of mine went. We like, all have the same hats. I don't know if he like has a really small head or he just doesn't like wear it too much. But it's like it's tight, it's yeah, really tight. And I'm so used to it being more stretched out. And I can yeah, that's the same. Mine fits it. my head really nicely. Yeah. Mine, mine's like more stretchy. So I'm rolling with that. Mine flops. It's gripping my head. It grip. Gripping my head. Gripping. Okay. No, I just get worried. I'm like, oh god, twenty minutes is coming up. Oh, you're right. We have to always take our twenty minute beer break. Yeah, our twenty five minute beer break. The cameras get thirsty. Well, uh, do you want me to do anime of the week? Yeah, it'll probably be pretty short because I I know probably a lot of people have probably seen it. Yeah, you're doing probably the most seen anime of the week. Yeah, but just in case anybody hasn't, I I don't know. I feel like it needs to be said, especially since it's Christmas. Your Christmas. And I kind of felt weird. I was like, this is just too cliche for anime of the week, but I'm like, it is Christmas. And I have not, I've actually been avoiding cliche animes. Of I've been trying, but I was, I was, I don't know. I was, I forgot I had anime of the week and I was put on the spot. So Naturally. I, I have to Naturally. just at least bring heat. Dude Always. was put on the spot last week. Always. <laughs> you had anime of the week last week. Yeah, I know. You were put on the spot last week and you had a week to think about it, but it was too much pressure. So now you're here. Well, once that dementia kicks in, I just lose <laughs> all train of thought. My favorite part week. was you're like, oh man, I'm going to bring heat next yeah, week, dude, guys. Fucking fire. And then you just completely fucking forgot. Now, nah, I brought a show with a stupid bird. Uh, Toradora is my anime of the week. Uh, Toradora is the uh, love story, romantic comedy that, like, it's super popular. That if you haven't seen and you're an anime watcher, you should probably watch it just so you can be part of the group. Uh, it revolves around our girl Taiga and Ryuji. 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 Uh, Taiga likes this one other dude. I forget his name. Is, and no, go on. I'm being a backseat dickhead. Go on. You can kind of be. I'll. I'll you know, I'll, I'll be a wait and then dickhead. chime in. Okay. Well, Taiga know. likes this one guy, and I. How did? See, the thing is, I haven't seen this anime in so long, and I didn't read the synopsis again that I forget exactly what happens. I know somehow that Duduji and Taiga make a plan to get with other people. Inadvertently, they get with themselves. They the people they have them. They want to get with are the friends of each other. That's like, right. Ryuji's know, friend is like the class president and stuff. Yeah. And Taiga likes him. And then Taiga's friend, uh, what the fuck is her name? She's got red hair. Ashikawa? I don't, I don't know why it's. Well, weird. either way, Ryuji likes her and, he's, and then uh, they kind of 
Mitch Match, like, hey, help me help you. Mm-hmm. And then through that, they inadvertently, like, fall in love. Because Tyga has a really shitty home life, so she stays with Yuji's family. <laughs> and his mom does, I don't know, she's like a hostess or something, so she's gone at night. But she's, like, super nice. And they stay at Yuji's house, and they have this bird, and he's really stupid. But he's a good character. There's a lot of development throughout the show. But it's just kind of like their love story. And it's like every single year um, our anime will do a watch along because it's just like it's considered like a Christmas anime for some reason. I don't really know why. I know there's a Christmas scene where Yuji dresses up as Santa and then climbs in Taiga's window and then there's like that whole scene. But there's like a big Christmas event at the school. Like a dance. Yeah. And Taiga. Yes. That's a spoiler. I don't want to say that. Yeah. Yeah. That is, oh, that's a major spoiler. I'm glad I didn't say that. <laughs> Holy shit. But it to me, it's like one of my favorite animes of all time. It's like in my top five, honestly. I just did no justice to it explaining it. But you should go watch it. I could see Luke's piercing eyes. He's like, you're kind of bombing this. Uh, that wasn't it. I actually didn't really like Toradora. Yeah, I, I know you're not a fan of it, which is fine. I'm not going to like beat anyone's balls. <laughs> <laughs> not going to beat your balls. Buddy. But I was watching you like, you fucking suck it. I know, I just got, I got so put on the spot that I forget like almost like half the detail, minor details that are like important to the story that happened. It's almost like if you didn't have dementia, you would know. That well, that'd be nice, except it's a problem. And it's not something I can control. You know? I mean. Remembering is hard. Go to the doctor. That yeah, and pay $30,000 just for him to look at my head. Yeah, uh, you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have dementia, you're just dumb. Yeah, sorry, bud. You're Here's just a bell. stupid. I don't know why I talk like this and I'm a doctor. You <laughs> think it put in debt. But Toradora is like probably my top five animes. Uh, I highly recommend everyone watch it. It's a very, very good story. It's about 24-ish episodes. Um, All the characters are actually really good. You learn to like you start off hating one, and then you like one. It's, there's really good character development. The EDs and OPs are bangers. The OSTs are bangers. The bird is okay. Ruji's mom is awesome. Really good characters, honestly. And Taiga Isaka is like the quintessential like tsundere. So you get your, like, that's kind of where everything got really popular and kind of where, in the mainstream of things, that's where she kind of took off the tsundere uh, trope. And she does it really good. She she beats people up with her wooden sword and, and she is the palm top tiger. She's the palm top tiger, which Anthony took the name of actually. Is it because I'm a dick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my that's my recommendation. I, I really want people to watch it if you haven't already seen it. I know it's we're talking it's like really popular. It's really cliche for me to bring it up, but since it is Christmas and since I got put on the spot real quick and I wanted to bring some heat, I brought the palm top tiger with me. I think um, Adam Knight will probably do a better job explaining it in the comments. So, oh, way better. If you do watch this video and you get to this part, probably scroll down a little bit. Adam Knight will probably do a very well put together synopsis on what the show is. Now we're putting Adam Knight on the spot. Yeah. Do it, Adam. Adam Knight, what's your anime of the week? <laughs> I'm curious what he would choose because I feel like he's seen everything under he'd pull, the sun. He'd pull wait, out a wait, banger. Wait, Adam Knight, what's your anime of the week? Oh, I like that one too. Good, good choice, bud. You're having a conversation with that night. <laughs> yeah, right then. Let's go. It was a nice conversation. That's I a love good you. one. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> well, before we get into the the meat and potatoes of this episode, we'll give the cameras a beer break real quick, and then uh, we'll dive in to the 2021 Hello Harm Anime Awards of the Year. Anthony is all soon and no dare. I'm all cool and all the dare. <laughs> He's all breaks, no gas. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited to get into the anime award, so I want to actually really... All right, we are back from the beer break. Yeah. And we were spending some time looking at the KFC Spain Twitter page with their absolutely bomb-ass memes. Yeah, before we do get into the awards, I just want to give a quick shout-out to... Is it KFC underscore ES? Yes, mm-hmm. at KFC underscore ES. On Twitter, if you guys like spicy memes that are ahead of the curve, go check out KFC underscore ES. They they're all KFC related memes. And they're not just like good, they're great. They're the most shit post you could find. KC Sobian. <laughs> KC Sabian. I don't know if you're saying that right. I don't know either. I don't know any Spanish. I, Just give them a fucking follow like, and look at their I don't know They deserve it. Who's running that? If we have a reach that this man, for whatever reason, sees this <laughs> I podcast. Know them. I want to meet them. Please, I want to know you. You have, sound fucking awesome. I want to have them on the show. I would. <laughs> I really I do. I would. He probably wouldn't speak English. I don't give a shit. I, I just want care. him on here. Even if he just sits here. I just want him here. I want him here and to make a meme while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> Live meme on the podcast. That, I, he just sounds like he'd be so funny to talk to. Watch him not be. Like he's just he's just boring as shit. He <laughs> like, just makes like, things like incel neat. <laughs> he just makes memes. He's Doesn't not matter. funny. He actually makes them very seriously, yeah. and they turn out funny by accident. That'd be an impressive talent. Yeah, but give them a follow. You're not gonna regret it. I promise you that. That's that's our Christmas present to you. Is KFC ES. All Let's right, get Alex, these damn awards. Give us a super good introduction in the awards. Come oh, on. Jesus Christ. Come on, do it. Okay, you're good. Come on, it's do 2021, it. 2021. And welcome to the 2021 Hello Harem Podcast Anime Awards. We are joined by your host today, Luke Farnsworth, Anthony Luby, and myself, Alex Luby included. And we will be going over this year's 2021 Animes of the Years. So let's get right into the uh, the stuff. <laughs> what if we get flagged from 20th Century Fox for that? Like, what if, what if, like, if I got us? everything on key where they're like, oh shit, dude, he they're got like, it. They're like, fuck, fuck. Copyright him now. Copyright strike. Copyright strike. No, these assholes are taking our shit. These assholes are like, burr, 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 and now we have to take it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but because we, we feel Crunchyroll does no justice to a lot of the animes that come out this year, we will, we, for the past two years, or year so far, have been hosting our own and we like ours better. Because at the end of the day, Crunchyroll's Anime Awards are a popularity contest. We're not here for popularity. We're here for truth and results. <laughs> truth based on our opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, we, we have a, uh, a very good variety of shows that usually would not make the Crunchyroll Awards. Yeah, this, this is going to be a banger of, a, uh, banger of an award ceremony. A lot of decision making in this one. Really tough stuff to go through. 
We spent a lot of time on this one. Thanks to Luke for really setting it all up, honestly. That's a genuine thank you. Yeah, dude, I got you. Uh, so I hope you guys like it. If you guys feel like we didn't do something justice, leave a comment. You know, We want to hear your feedback on the awards. We're going to put the categories and mm-hmm. shows in the descriptions so you guys can leave comments on what you think should have won yeah. or what you think we didn't put in that should have won. Yeah, and to preface, these are all shows that the majority of us watched this year. Like Some are being left out like maybe... I watched one this year that these two didn't, or Luke watched one, or Alex watched one that nobody else did. So this is a majority of two or more shows that the collective watched together. Like Tokyo Avengers isn't there. I watched it. They didn't. Shit like that. Mm -hmm. Don't get mad. Yeah. We're doing this for fun. No, this is serious. We're getting getting paid a lot of money. These are real facts based off of our opinions. So I kind of want to use that as a slogan. What, real facts based on my opinion? Yeah, like from here on out, every time we do this in December, I want that slogan there. Real real facts based on our opinions. (laughs) It is the most ass backwards thing. I know. All right, getting into category one, best OP. So this was fucking hard to even get six down to. Uh, So we have... ReZero's OP long shot. Higurashi is it Go? Is that how you pronounce it? Go, go, is it Go? Go. Uh, okay. I believe what you said slash analogy. Uh, Vivi's OP sing my pleasure. Kobayashi's I know supreme. Jahi's fighting pose and Seikatsu Konkyu dame dinero. And Mieriko Chan's whatever the fuck that is. Mienaikarane. Mienaikarane. Yamete, yamete, mo, yamete. That one. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't have the best OP. That would be very challenging. I At one point, this list was 25 long because I was doing like songs that fit the OP, like mm-hmm. what the show was, and also ones that I liked. And then I had to narrow it down to six. Yeah. At the end of the day, did you just kind of narrow it down to like what you thought was just the best song? Kind of. It got really close when I got down to seven. Mm-hmm. All right, well let's let's start with Luke. Luke, what you is your Yeah, what is your opinion for best OP? My unbiased, completely legitimate, no opinions here <laughs> opinion is uh Vivi's OP. Vivi. I think it fit the show. I think it was strong for what it was and it did the best of being what you would expect from the entirety of the show. Mm-hmm. Thorpington? Uh I'm going to have to go with the Higurashi OPs. Because, like Luke said, I think they fit the show extremely well. They were absolute bangers. I, I have nothing bad to say about them. They, the show was dark, and the OPs fit that extremely well. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to level with Anthony on this one. I think Higurashi had the best OPs or in this, of the year. I'll just say of the year. I really, really enjoyed the OPs for Higurashi. I still vibe to them a lot during the week and still listen to them. So my, my vote goes to uh, Higurashi. That's my vote. All right. Well, that's a two to three. Or two, two to three. one. Two to oh, one. two to one. Two out of three. That's a two to three. Two out of three, you know. Vanilla, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you like shiny happy days, huh? That was last year, year, you stupid fucking idiot. <laughs> you dumb cat. Dumb cat made. <laughs> dumb fucking made. <laughs> Vivi's was really good, though. I, I will say it, that it was second for favorite, me. But that came down to like a personal opinion mm-hmm. because I liked Higurashi's too. I just liked Vivi better. Yeah. I was like so on the fence with voting for Kobayashi because every time I watched a new episode, I, I never skipped the OP for that show ever. I was like, oh, it's, mm-hmm. it's good. It's really good. But I don't know, Higurashi just slipped through with just how well it fit the show. By half a hair. Like 
less. Like, what's what's less than half a hair? Like three. Like a quarter. Yeah, like a quarter of a hair. Yeah, a third. A third, third, even. A third's bigger than a quarter. An eighth. One eighth. There you go. Now you're getting smaller. Yeah. All right. Um, Next is best ED. I'm going to be honest. When we had this one up, I never listened to EDs. Yeah, like, usually ever. I, I skip those. I usually skip through them. Mm-hmm. No cap. So going there, through there, them. There were a couple I would listen to for a couple like seconds. So Surprisingly, one of them, I know it's not on this list, but it was Selection Project. <laughs> I just I, loved it. I never listened to either the OP or the ED for Selection Project. I didn't, I I didn't like the OP. I skipped both of them. Um, surprisingly, I listened to two of these when they were airing. Um, so we have Beautiful Reasoning from Pretty Boy Detective Club, Nine Nine from Shadow's House, Give Me Love Me from Villainess, God Syndrome from Higarashi, Elder Flower from Spirit Chronicles, and Arifureta Itsuka from Irina the Vampire Cosmonaut. Tip, did you listen to all these? Um, not all the God e- not all the not all the EDs not all the EDs. God damn it, dude! Yeah, not all the EDs. I know all the OPs though. You probably know. I know Edina one. and uh, you know, no, I know. Two. Did you listen to the whole Edina one? We it was only ED, so it was only the minute I know. thirty-one. Did you listen to the whole song? Yes, I know the whole one. Are you sure? I watched twelve episodes of the show. What do you mean I'm not sure? I know, but I heard a lot of these for the first time, and I watched all twelve episodes. Either way, uh, Luke, go ahead. <laughs> all right, that was very abrupt. Uh, I'm going with the Shadows House. Just a good song. I'm going nine nine from Shadows House. I'm also going nine nine. That swept. That uh, did it, do that eight that eight. It's house. probably the best ED yeah. of the whole fucking year. I don't think I would even pay attention to any of the mm-hmm. other EDs. It's it's really good. Every time I hear like the beginning first couple seconds, I can imagine the train coming around the corner with all the soot. That's the only reason I wa- I like listened to it when I when it was airing is because I was like this caught my attention. Yeah, they it did was a really good, good job of catching my attention with an ED. And the the OP for that show was really cool. That show was was interesting with its uh, song choice of OP and ED because the OP was classical instrumental with, like a yeah Latin just ensemble. instrumental it was yeah. really cool and i'm like whoa this is this is pretty awesome and then the ed comes around and it's this banger of a song yeah absolute bop that's another one i listen to on a very normal occasion oh yeah that's been added to spotify for sure yeah yep oh my god i thought i had a burp it's stuck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right <laughs> uh moving on to best boy we have Izumi Miyamura from Horimiya, Harumi Takeda from My Senpai is Annoying, Takt Asahina from Takt Op Destiny, uh, Fushi from To Your Eternity, Futuro from Quintessential Quintuplets, and Lefuleps from <laughs> Irina. Our Ooh. comrade. Our, Our best boy. Best boy. <laughs> Ooh, dude, this one's really honestly hard. I'm curious what you guys are going to pick, because I think I have my answer. I have two in my head that are really tough. I was through a lot, and I voted Fushi from Ooh, To Your Eternity. Fuck, man, he's awesome. I want a Fushi. He is a best boy. Fushi, Even is, though Fushi is based. He's also technically not a guy. He's something. He's a thing. <laughs> he is like a being. <laughs> he's a being, but I'm going to go with best boy, because he was, he was boy in most of the show. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with Takeda Senpai from My Senpai is Annoying. Is this going to be a three-way split? This might, we're, we might, might have to go into a big debate here. I'm going to go with uh, Miyamura. Miyamura. Yeah. 
fair. All res- all very respectable opinions. We gotta come down to one though. Yeah. Someone's I was gonna say these are very respectable opinions for us each to have. Oh I yeah, yeah. I don't think that I was also thinking um Lev Leps. He was pretty fucking awesome. He was based. awesome, but I kind of put him behind. I'd probably oh, yeah, yeah. Futuro over Lev. Yeah, he's, he's one of the Lev. few um, like harem protagonists that are cool. pretty tolerable. Yeah, he's actually well, cool. Well, because he's not a filthy simp the whole show. Yeah. yeah. The girls are fucking simps. Yeah. But we love Nino. We Shut do love Nino. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, let's break it down. Let's, let's get down to it. All right. Break down thought processes. Let's start with Tippy. Tippy, why Miyamura? Uh, I I think Miyamura, not only because his personality is really humble and he's just nice to everyone. I think um, not only his relationship with uh, uh, Hori, but like all his friends, all of her friends, and her little brother. He has a really good relationship with her little brother, which is like super dope, actually. Like everyone in the family likes him, even the the dad who is really weird in that show. <laughs> Dad's awesome in that show. He's just, and he, dude, like the first time you see him where he has like his hair down and his piercings, I'm like, this dude's a fucking hottie. No yeah. cap, like yeah. no He's cap. A good looking dude. I was like, this no. dude is. I'm like, I was like, I want to look like him. I wish, I wish I was this cool. I think he's just a he's a based king all around. Respectable, respectable. Why Takeda? I chose him. Because, like, the same reasoning, he's a very genuine guy. Uh, he's he's very nice to his co-highs. He's just a big teddy bear, really. Like, he's this dude, he's towering tall, he's bulky as shit, and he's just, he's got a big heart, you know? Everyone, I mean, him and uh, Igarashi. Igarashi's <laughs> granddad got into it, but, like, what they were doing was they were battling, and then the rewards went to like some kid at the batting cage who got all the fucking prizes that they collectively won. Going around cleaning, cleaning up litter, and just I don't know. I think he is a a very stand up guy. He's a good role model for anyone who is <laughs> <laughs> needing some direction in their life. Who can, would you want to date out of these men? I hate Miyamura. I would. Luke, that, your, that was my joke. Is that this is Trinindo? Who would you date oh, out yeah. of these men? It's not who's best. This boys. is like who a game you, show now. Like who fine. would you have gay relations with? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so I chose Fushi because a he has a lot of character development from being a rock into someone who grows to love the people around him and the family that he finds, not has but finds. Uh, there's just a lot of instances in the show where you're like. You know what? That's a very genuine reaction from someone who doesn't understand emotions. Like, the whole mm-hmm. show, he doesn't get anything, and yet he still feels sadness. He still wants to protect everyone that's around him. Mm-hmm. And he still feels bad when he can't do that. It's, I, I noticed that a lot, especially when during the arc where he lived with the old guy and the old woman and the little girl mm-hmm. who was there, who was like, they grew up together. That one was like, you really see as like whole emotions blossom. I was like, whoa, this dude... Fushi, he knows what the fuck's going on, right? And then when you get to the final arc of the prison island, it's him, you know, he basically hates everyone there because mm-hmm. they forced him and uh, Perona? Yeah, Perona, yeah. Onto the island, but basically against their will. And so it goes from him hating them to him kind of understanding where they came from and seeing that, like, there's no reason to hate them. Mm-hmm. There's, it's just like, 
they did a pretty shitty thing in the moment. Mm-hmm. When he goes out of his way to protect them the best that he can because he sees that they're all struggling and they're there for their own reasons. So you know, you know what? I think I'm going to jump on the Fushi train here. Fushi. I do appreciate the character development of Fushi because it is like serious development going from a fucking rock to a very caring person who yeah. wants the best for everyone else. We're at the very end. I almost cried because of Perona's final arc. But, I know. You know. That was bad. That hurt. <laughs> that <laughs> episode, show was so good. Episode though. one, I was like, oh, fuck. It comes I know. Episode one, I was like, Ugh. Yeah. That's the dog. I'm, I'm cool with Fushi. I, I totally, totally, I can get behind that. All right. We're Fushi vibers. Fushi big, vibers. Big Fushi day. Big Fushi. <laughs> drink some, let's drink some sake and spit some fire. <laughs> Uh, he has it in his stomach already, dude. I know. You know what else is really built. fucking sad about that show? A mm. lot. Everything. But, um... I don't... Hmm, okay, this won't be a spoiler. I won't specifically say who. But when someone dies that Fushi has an attachment to, he can turn into them. And uh, one character in particular that he just turned into that I didn't know died, I'm like... Oh, like, yeah. Why is he yeah. that person? I'm like, oh, fuck, I know exactly what that, that means. That sucked, and honestly. And then she was like, I killed her. Yeah, I'm like, yeah I was like, mm, fucking I bitch. was like, you fucking suck. God damn. Yeah, that was a rough show. Right. What's next? After the next book is Fushi. Best Girl. <laughs> Ooh, fuck. <clears throat> so we have Hori Kyoko from Hori Mia, Nagatoro from Nagatoro, uh, Vivi from Vivi. <laughs> Druji from Jahi, <laughs> Alice from Duke of Death and His Maid, and Miko Yotsuya from Yuriko-chan. All right, just a quick question before we like go through who. Are we deciding this based on like best waifu who would be like, you know... Are we deciding on who's the hottest? Or, like, yeah, like, see, that's, that's we've tough. talked about this. Like, There's yeah. waifu material, and then there's like just bad boats in the dock, right? Like I've said it. Zero Two's not a good waifu. She's not a good waifu, but like she's a bad boat in the dock. She's dot. a bad, bad boat in the dock. She's a terrible waifu. So well, well, I, I guess you can justify your answer on one of those things, and then we can, you know, let's play it off as actual waifu actual because that waifu. I think actual that waifu. defines a best girl over baddest boat in the dock. Damn it! Yeah, now I can't. I know. Back I know up. what your answer now was going to be. I can't back up Daruji. I, I know, but. She's fucking based, you know? She I had is throw, based. I, had I to want to be list. with her, and I want to be her. There's <laughs> had, nothing about I it. I had to throw her on the list. I had like, to. Like, dude, I want to be stepped on. Duruji wants to be stepped on. <laughs> We're <laughs> the same person. <laughs> Two peas in a pod. She's just rich, and I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Good Good job. Get a fucking job. That's fucking recorded. <laughs> I just said that, and it's recorded. That's going on the internet. <laughs> it's <Sorry>. not leaving. <laughs> Alex, you fucking start, because now I have Ooh. to think of a new one. So this was my category to um, put together, which was super fucking hard. I had, like, like Luke had, like, 25 earlier. That's pretty much what I narrowed it down to. Um, Fuck, man. See, it's really hard, because every single, like, person in there is really, really cool. But for me, I always felt that uh, Hori was like the best girl, if that makes sense. Like, if you've seen the show, it doesn't really need any explaining. She's she's a pog champ. One thing that I really appreciate about it, about that show in general is like how real it is. There's the uh, romantic aspect isn't like 
everyone's really awkward and they can't say things like they're they're pretty genuine about their feelings and mm-hmm. it gets to the point and that's something i really appreciate about that show it was pretty different from. Like, it's nothing like super cliche house. like oh no i'm i don't know what the fuck is cliche like i'm gonna fall down the stairs at the train station and then this one guy who's 10 years older than me who i'm friends with his little sister is gonna fall in love with me yeah, like shit like that. <laughs> or like, yeah. oh no, you were talking to another girl and now I think you're cheating on me. Yeah, like there's no weird miscommunications. There's no stupid drama that's unnecessary. It's it's actually super realistic of a show, like 100%. And Hori gets laid. Yeah. Did you not catch that? They have sex. Oh, dude. yeah. Okay. I was like, <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They totally have sex yeah. in the show, dude. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. Okay. It's, not, it's not shown, sadly, Corey but. Before like... gets laid. <laughs> Why'd you have to put it like that? Because she does. What do you want me to say? This guy doesn't fuck. My man Miyamura got some fucking tail. <laughs> <laughs> Miyamura got some pussy, dude. <laughs> we, were, we, were, we, were, um, we were in Discord the other night. And uh, we were talking, like, which we were going over the animation one, and I sent a clip from Horimiya. And there was just one scene where she's like, he, like, pretends to yell at her. And she's like, actually, that was kind of hot. <laughs> I was like, that's actually that's funny shit. <laughs> I love that show, dude. Hori's into some weird shit. All right, so Thorpe and uh, Luke. I'm Hori. Hori. Oh, I'm like, I'm stuck between Hori and Alice. Alice was a pog Alice champ. is a good one. Alice yeah. is going to make me act up. No cap. <laughs> You're but, saying uh, Corey wasn't finna make you act up? No cap. That too. I mean, the whole list of best girl, probably. But uh, you know, I'll probably, I'll, I think I'll level with you and go Corey. Corey. Yeah, I'm with good, it. Good choice. Good choice. What are we looking at on time? Forty-one. It's forty-two. Beer break. Um, we'll do one more. All right. One more before the beer. One more break. before the beer break. Uh, so this was best score. I got stuck with this one because <laughs> I'm the only one that pays attention to background music and a lot of shit, apparently. Um, this one was hard because background music and just the scores in general are so hard to pay attention to when you're watching the show because you're trying to pay mm-hmm. attention to dialogue, the story, what characters are doing and everything. And having one more thing to pay attention to is always so fucking difficult. So here's what I found to be the best scores of the year. One was ReZero. Uh, Yuru Camp, Two Year Eternity, Vivi, Jahi, and Tact. What are you swinging with? What am I swinging with? You start. All right, I'll start. I'm tired of starting. All right. So, um, my decision is based on the one that I really noticed throughout the season. Like, it may not be the most intricate or like well done, but it is the one that I actually picked up on. I'm like, hey. This music is really fitting for what's going on in the show, and that is Jahi-sama. Really? Yeah. Like I know you have like <laughs> tact with these amazing classical pieces, and there's like arguably better music in the other shows, but I feel like Jahi's overall OST and things just fit the show to a T. It was like buying a new hoodie and it's a little oversized and you put it in the dryer and you put it on it's warm and it fits really comfy right you know yeah so i'm gonna give this one to jockey i'm gonna go with re-zero 
I like all the scene, all this fucking like music and that just fit really well, especially when they were in uh, <clears throat> the fuck was it called? Was it the labyrinth? Weird thing. The, the underground labyrinth? thing. Yeah, yeah. Like where they go, where Amelia had to do all those trials. Yeah, the witches. Mm-hmm. Which is labyrinth? Was the witches? I don't know. The, the witches' grave. Great. Yeah, I thought. I thought like every time in there, I was like, this is actually really good. Just I don't know. ReZero just does it good. They do it really good they with their music. Songs. They do the dark fantasy very well. Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything that you need to do with that. Mm-hmm. So I've been between like Yuru Camp and Jahi actually. Really? Yeah, because if if you ever paid attention to when Yuru Camp, they do literally anything. It's just always happy, feel good music in the background. Always. <clears throat> if you want to talk about music that fits what the show is perfectly, Yuru Camp is that all the mm-hmm. way. But I think I'm gonna throw it off. I'm gonna go ReZero too. Yeah, I, I, I'm not upset about that. I can get behind because mm-hmm. if you like fight scenes have fantastic yeah. music for what they are. Anytime Subaru does something stupid, it's good. Music. Even just dramatic talking, like they've got it's good. Music. It's there. It's, it needs to be. It's always there. It's where you want it to be when mm-hmm. you're watching it. It doesn't. ReZero is an extremely high quality show in general. They don't throw Neko Para OST in random <laughs> intervals. We're not saying it's bad, but like it, it's, it's great. It's so but bad. if you were in ReZero and they put Neko Para <laughs> music, yeah. if you were watching it, Garfield turned into a giant cat and it went, you'd probably be a little pissed. Yeah. He's like chasing Subaru or that one, like, what's that one guy who was like the green? He's like the chauffeur. Oh, Whatever his name is, when he's oh, getting chased by a we Garfield. We had him on Best Boy last year, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. He was I don't based. remember he his name. Based. He was based. I don't remember his name now. Uh, so ReZero, though. That's best I, score. I can get behind it. Mm-hmm. That's my vote. All right, we're going to take a quick beer break, a quick commercial break for our sponsors, and then we're going to get right back to it. We'll see you guys in a couple minutes. All right, we are back from the beer break. The cameras are quenched, and we're ready to dive back into the anime oh, awards. Uh, 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 All right, Luke, hit us with the heat. Technical difficulty. Right. Uh, we did score right. Mm, yeah. Okay. So next is best character design. Mm, this one was. This is a hard one. This one was. Who had this one? Was it me? Uh, I think it was you. Uh, yeah. I think it was me. Mm-hmm. So this one was more difficult because so many shows have such. So- have such a generic like looking character design i guess be the best way to word it Mm -hmm. so it was like really hard trying to think of like what would be the best out of all the generic shows and i thought well there's a few that have special character designs so these shows included tactop destiny jobless reincarnation hori mia wonder egg priority vivi and joran You want to start it off? Give us the roundabout. All right. So when I was going through this and I made these, I already knew Tact was going to be a really hard one to compete with because all of the music arts look so fucking cool Mm -hmm. and they're done really well and they fit what almost what you would expect like a music art to look like and made up being made from music. So going from that to like, especially Wonder Egg, I liked the way everyone looked. And they didn't look like normal people, which was something that was nice for the mm-hmm. most part. Like, our main girl did not look like someone you would see in daily life. Yeah. The, the rest, maybe, kind of, sort of. But, like, it was just kind of neat looking at those characters versus, like, Tag that had all these, like, over-the-top, overly, <clears throat> for lack of better words, these anime characters. Yeah. 
And then with like Joran, I just like the way that the art style looked for the characters. I did too. The art style was really that good was for probably, that show. That was the only redeeming quality of the show. Um, <laughs> show sucked. <laughs> Mm, that's unfortunate. Yeah, it was. It was that, unfortunate. Let's not even get into that can. No, of we're not. So, and then with Vivi, I also had a hard time because they did the cyborg feel of Vivi. So, like yeah. when you would zoom in on her eyes and stuff, you would see like all the cameras in her eyes and things. It was just little things like that that I liked about how they designed the characters for it. But I think I'm going to give it to Tact for the music arts. I also think I'm going to give it to Tact. And if I didn't give it to Tact, I'd probably do Wonder Egg. But Tact is the main reason, or the main reason I chose Tact is because I think the character... Technical difficulties? (laughs) (laughs) I think the character design is kind of one of the biggest things that held the show together overall because I enjoyed the, like, first... I'm not even first, but, like, a majority of the show I was really into. And then I, I feel like the ending was very disappointing, but the character design was like so good and it was really original for being like (laughs) anime characters. It was really cool. And I was, I wanted to see way more of all the other music Mm -hmm. and we did get little snippets of them, but for what we did see, I was like, these look awesome. And even the regular characters like Anna, Lenny, they looked so different than what typical like anime characters look like and i really appreciated that and i thought it was really awesome they put a lot of effort into all of the characters not just the music arts i also got to give it up for tact that show just blew me away with the music arts like the moment you see like destiny and then when have when hell when heaven when heaven came and then they got like together like that was sweet not like that not you fucking perverts <laughs> you fucking perverts <laughs> You're when heaven and hell <laughs> literally morphed into each other. <laughs> when heaven and hell started scissoring in the middle of a fight scene. Yeah. No, but everything Anthony said and Luke said, I, I 100% agree with. I, I do wish we could have got more of the music arts, like the different ones. Remember the big fight scene at the oh, end? Oh, yeah. They no, were the showing final snippets fight of scene, everyone. That's kind of where I said Tag probably wins with character designs because mm-hmm. they had all of these other music arts that were just kind of there. Yeah, they were all really creative in their own way. There was like no copying any other music art. Like if you go from Titan to Destiny, they're <clears> to all Valkyrie. They're, yeah, they're all really different and they're all super creative. So Tag, I think, just. Kind of blows it away for that category, honestly. Not saying the other ones were bad, but Tact was a par above. I actually think that if Tact wasn't there, I'd probably give it to Jobless. Jobless's character design I like was a fucking lot insanely good. All right, well, that's that's that, I guess. Uh, next is Best Protagonist. So I think I think I did this one. Was it? No, this was no. Me. I did. An, I did antagonist. Yeah. So this one was also me. Um, and Best Protagonist. Best. Slowly, come on. Oh, no, it's rebooting. All right. Uh, for best protagonist, I had Rimuru from time the time I got reincarnated as a slime, Rudeus from Jobless, Fushi from To Your Eternity, Jahi from Jahi, Rika from Higurashi, and Lug from uh, World's Finest Assassin. Oh, man. I don't know who I want to pick for this. This is, kind of, this is hard. <laughs> this was a rough category to make because... This one would be hard. You can't really have protagonists in, like, slice of life too much. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, that's difficult. So, like, I couldn't... 
I couldn't be like, oh, Miyamura is the protagonist. Yeah. Because he's not really. He's just a character. He's just a main character. Can I go? I, I know mine. Where do you go with? I want to go with Luke from Assassin. He like, he's fucking OP at everything. And he's not like annoying. Like he's actually really cool. I think he fits just fits the bill of protagonist really well. All right. All right. Respectable. I thought you were going. Are, do you have yours down? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Rudius from Jobless. I think Rudius is a a very good protagonist because he has a lot of flaws, but he's also like a very good character. Of all, he has he looks out for people. He you see him grow a lot in the show. He learns a lot, and uh, like like I said, he has his flaws. But I think overall, he's like the one that sticks out to me who grew a lot. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but I'm choosing Rudeus. All right, Luke. I got to go with the man, the myth, the pog champ himself, Rimuru. Dude's a slime, and he just balls out of control crazy Mm -hmm. with everything he does. You know, honestly, I can agree with that because I haven't seen the show, but out of the things I have seen of the show... I like him a lot. He's bananas. He's fucking cool. He's probably best comparable to like Ainz for the most part, more or less. Uh huh. Except, you know, he's not trying to test the world. He's trying to survive in the world. Yeah. He's cool. I really like I I can honestly get behind Luke's because I have seen a lot of clips of him and he's fucking cool. I can as well. He he's a he's a viber, dude. He yeah. just balls out of control crazy with everything he does. It's a freaking slime. Blue hair, blue hair. <laughs> <laughs> blue hair, blue hair. <laughs> Next is best antagonist. Uh, so this was Tippy's. I think I already know my answer. When I was he, making it, I knew it. And there is Echidna from ReZero, Heaven and Hell from Tact, Satoko from Higurashi, Edward from Shadow's House, Hayase from Tear Eternity, and Uraaka and Aka from Wonder Egg. Tippy, you know yours. Yeah. Hayasa from uh, Tear Eternity. She's a fucking bitch. Like, all the other ones I kind of liked. I was like, you know, they're not bad. But I actually... She was a great antagonist because I hated her so much. She fit the bill of just a piece of shit all the time. I'm also going high, I say. thought the chair started squeaking. No. I was going to fucking lose my mind. Um, I'm between Satoko and Hayase, but I'm probably going to go Hayase. She's just a bitch, dude. I just hated Satoko, too, though. I know. Yeah, once, I did, too. Once we got like further into Higurashi and we saw how shitty Satoko was... Like, we would text each other, mm-hmm. yo, Satoko did another bitch move. Fuck her. That's <laughs> Satoko sucks her. again. I, I, like, obviously, the answer is like defined. We all choose the same one. But I thought a cool one that I did throw in there was uh, the dudes from Wonder Egg. We they were, were interesting. We were just we were discussing, discussing that. They were interesting. I don't think they're the antagonists. I was trying to think of like who it would be. It's the and they were the girl. only ones I could the, come um, with. Who, what the fuck was her name? Like Little girl. Finn, oh my god, dude, I forgot she existed. Phoebe, Phoebe or something. Yeah, I, I think it started with an F. Fubker. Flowerhead asshole, whatever. Well, th- there were different ones of those, but yeah, the sucked. little girl was the main mm-hmm. antagonist. I think, at least. And I am on my opinion. Yeah. Which yeah, is gonna... a fact. Well, I I, th- I chose those two, not only because I forgot about Phoebe, but uh, they were in the whole show. They were. That's fair. And, like, throughout the whole show, you don't even know who the fucking antagonist is. Yeah. You find out, like, way later. It was hard, it was hard to choose the last one, because a couple of them were very, like, yeah, this, there was antagonist in the show, but for a lot of them, like, there was really no one, you know? I mean, I'll give it. It was cool how they did it. They just ended the show like dog shit. Yeah. They shouldn't have just released that last episode. Yeah. 
and they just made a season two where they actually expanded on everything and gave you something. Yeah, they didn't. We'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> so on to on to best couple. Which one of you did? Was that you too? I think it was me too. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so in best couple we have Miyamura and Kyoko from Horimiya. You put Hiromiya. Hiromiya. Did I? Yes. And I Sorry. just read it wrong. <laughs> Bochan and Alice from The Duke of Death and His Maid. Yuzu and Shima from Taisho Otome Fairy Tale. Nagatoro and Senpai from Nagatoro. Uh, Toko and, Sat- and Soda from My Senpai is Annoying. And Subaru and Amelia. They're actually a couple in that show. They're actually a couple in that show. I had to throw it in. They are actually. At yeah. The end. yeah. They do. That. That is not something that everyone makes head cannon for best couple, mm-hmm. and they yeah. go, "Well, oh, this is it." Amelia has a baby. Yeah, they kissed. <laughs> they kissed, and, and now she has a baby. <laughs> uh, we'll start with Luke. Who do you think? We'll go around. This here. one was really hard for me, but at the end of the day, I have to go with Miyamoto and Hori because they are like the quintessential couple. I'm also going to go Hori and Miyamoto because, like I mentioned before, there's no beating around the bush with that show, and that's. A huge thing that I liked about it, they were just like people to each other, and that was cool to see. Mm-hmm. With other shows, there was like with like they're all so awkward around each other, and like I get that. But if we're going best couple, like those two, they click and they work really well as a couple together. I agree. I, I, that was my answer too. Is uh, Miyamoto and Kyoko? I also like that they start as people that just meet and then they form a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just being like they're in love now. Mm-hmm. And you know what I liked? I liked how they didn't get together on like the last episode. They got together very soon in the show, and you saw their relationship I wish develop were, over the show. I wish there were more shows like that. I wish I there too, were where they were just a couple from the start. Yeah, where it's like the ending credits. Then the then they finally date, and then you never see it again. But like. I wish there were more shows that did that. That's I think that's why I like Golden Time so much is because they get together in like it's like twenty six episodes and they get together in like the fourth episode. I mean that's kind of why I like Tony Kawa, except Tony Kawa takes it to a too extreme of a level, probably. Yeah, that that's more like fantasy. Like they're just married anime yeah. stuff. Yeah, like the fact that it's just they meet, they hang out a lot, and then they realize they're in love with each other. Instead of just not saying it, they just tell each other. Yeah, and then fuck like animals, right? And then they fuck raw dog style. <laughs> like animals. Miyamura cream pies the fuck out of me. I don't think it went that far. <laughs> oh my far god, enough. dude. I'm like picturing it and I'm like, stop. <laughs> like, it's my boyfriend. <laughs> 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 Fucking homewrecker Kyoko. Oh my god, we were fucking stupid. <laughs> we're just going in. We're Crunchy Girl's got no shit on us. Giggity. Who's gonna make sex jokes? Crunchyroll? Hell no! Hell no. no! No! They're too PG. The horny harem is man. They're too PG yeah. for sex jokes. You hear that they Crunchyroll? Be horny. They wouldn't talk about how heaven and hell scissored in episode twelve. <laughs> <laughs> What's next, Luke? Uh, next is best drama. So I'm best. Who did? Which one of you? Uh, I think it was which me one? again. That was you again. What was it? Mm-hmm. That was Tippy. That was Tom. me again. So for best drama, Tippy put Hori Mia Higehiro. Vivi, To Your Eternity, Shadow's House, and World's Finest Assassin. I'll start. I'm going to go with Vivi. I'm going with Vivi because... It's like a book report. <laughs> I chose... Why did you choose Vivi, Anthony? I chose Vivi. All right, now give me, my, give me the five-sentence structure for a paragraph. <laughs> I thought Vivi was good. <laughs> the character made me feel happy and sad. 
It was a good plot. The teddy bear looked nice and soft, but he was actually a robot <laughs> from the future. <laughs> <laughs> I go with Vivi too, honestly. That, it was I, dramatic as fuck. Yeah, as I was saying, I think I agree with Vivi. They had drama down to a science. It almost at one point it started making me feel like how um, Violet Evergarden would do it. Where you would be introduced to a character, you'd have like this whole plot given about them, and then there'd be like yeah. some kind of sad end. Oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and that's what I loved about this show. Why it's one of my favorite shows I've ever watched mm-hmm. is that it was just it introduced characters, and then it gave them substance. It gave them plot. You were able to feel like any tension between anybody that was going on in that show at a time. Mm-hmm. Any villain of that episode or that arc was. A villain and he caused things to happen it just worked really well i like seeing how the future progressed with like each arc technically like with the space station one when you go into the future it's be it's that way because of the space station thing and, yeah and so on and so forth it was really cool to see how things had their effects on the future and you went so far into the future 100 years wasn't it it was a yeah. lot of years. Yeah. The total was 100 years, I think. Yeah, it was 100 years, yeah. I think. Uh, up next is Best Fantasy. I'm going to guess Thorpe did this because Jobless is the first one on that there. That was me. So we have Jobless Reincarnation, ReZero Season 2, Part 2. That time I got reincarnated as a slime. I've been killing slimes for 300 years. Miss Kobayashi in Tag Top Destiny. Who wants to rip it? <laughs> You know what? I didn't even watch this show, but I just feel like it should win as jobless. Just get. I just know it's a fucking. Actually, I am one thousand percent going to agree with jobless. I also am because. Holy fuck! I don't really have much to say other than holy fuck. If you're not watching this, get on the fucking train. Let me finish Amagami, and I will. <laughs> <laughs> like, get off my ass. Like, if you want to talk about fantasy at its finest, jobless does it perfectly. Every episode, no matter where they're at, you get this perfect introduction with the this really beautiful OP that shows you what the world is that and the area that they're at at the moment. Like at one point, they go to this port town, and the OP just shows like fishermen doing their jobs daily in the morning, and like people in a market, and then it's just everyone in town. It fills the world. It is. It's different every time. Like with each new place they go to. Those are the visuals for like the song that's playing, and you're not even meant to pay attention to the song. You're supposed to be watching the visuals that are going on along. With that's it. sweet. I like that. Like, there's no plot to it other than you are watching world building at its finest, mm-hmm. and it's really cool. It is like, like technically, it's your stereotypical. Ah, uh, the gang gets together and we go across all these countries, but the way they do it is like. How it starts is there's a catastrophe and they're sent there. And like the whole world is affected by this catastrophe and they're putting pieces together and trying to get back to where they're at. It's just, it's epic in like not a meme way. It's genuinely epic and you meet a lot of awesome characters. Fantastic character building. The world is super fucking cool. It is just over the top. It's such a great show. Mm-hmm. And that's just part two. That's not even like the first half of the show entire second half is all that the first half you still get like this weird this is where he's growing up this is like the people that he meets just everything it's It's, just story building they do it so well this would be like the quintessential of what i think story building should be in any show 
no matter what it is, mm-hmm. anime or not, cartoons should have world building that's like this. SpongeBob world building. <laughs> well, not not like SpongeBob, Dangster but like SpongeBob. I'm trying to think of a good example, like how Adventure Time had great world building yeah, and things yeah. like that. Like those shows have world building, and it gives you a fantasy that you want to watch. And like, I like how our protagonist isn't like a goody two shoes beast at everything. Like he has tons of flaws. He can he gets beat up and. You see him grow a ton as a character. And you see all of the fucking characters grow. It is really awesome. It's fantasy that's realistic. Yeah. But, like, kind of not because it's a fantasy. You know but what I you mean. Know. Uh, up next is Best Comedy. We have Combatants Will Be Dispatched, Orimiya, Nonon Biori, <laughs> Zombieland Saga, Jahi, and Killing Slimes for 300 Years. I already know mine. Mm, I might change my answer. Um, <laughs> I'm going with Zombieland Saga. I just... Every time I think of Zombieland Saga, I think of main dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yep, yeah. I yep, think of yep, him yep. screaming every time, and I giggle. Oh, <laughs> I always fucking giggle. There's not a single time I think that and go... <laughs> I'm going to go with Zombieland too. I have to. That show was fucking awesome. I was like... Teetering between Nanon Biori and Zombieland, but I gotta go Zombieland. He is just such a fucking. He goon. makes the show the funniest. Yeah, thing he does. Ever. And like the Sakura is funny as hell too. It is just so. They're funny. all funny, but I mm-hmm. when I think of what's funny about that show, <laughs> I go straight to him just screaming at them and going, "Baka Zombie!" <laughs> it had a rap battle in the first season. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, come on. You're telling me that's not funny? That's hilarious. When awesome. they headbang and their heads fall off and no one pays attention, <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Got a lot of good laughs out of that show. <laughs> Can't wait for the movie. Uh, next is best animation. Uh, this had Hori Mia Wonder Egg. Tact, Vivi, ReZero, and To Your Eternity. This one, we we already pretty much discussed this one prior. Like, it was a huge debate over Discord. We were making these lists together. The last four were lists that we did yeah. together, so it was a lot of debates on what yeah. even should yeah. be on there. And Horimiya. I gotta give it up for Horimiya. We, we literally did a side-by-side comparison between that Wonder Egg and Tact, and Horimiya just... It does not... Look, Luke brought up a great point where it doesn't look the best art-wise. It looks really good, but it's not like detail-wise like like Tactop Destiny was or uh, Wonder Egg. It's just it's like so smooth, like and flawless when it comes to animation. It's it's almost on. I don't want to say unbeatable, but it's just really fucking good for the, the type of show it was. They really they went they went hard in the paint, dude, when they didn't need to. And it, 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 they showed up ready with their paint rollers. Good analogy. Thanks, dude. <laughs> it's I'm, great. I'm going Wonder Egg through and through. I stand by Wonder Egg. I stand. Alex, what we were doing with that was comparing Hori Mia to Love Live Superstars mostly. Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Love Yeah, because we were going to love, yeah, throw Love Live in there. Yeah. And you were trying to give it to Love Live. I'm like, no. I was trying to give it to Love Live. And I, yeah, and I was like, no. But I stand by Wonder Egg. Every, the first episode of that show, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This looks fucking amazing. Like, first episode blew me out of my shitty, not really white anymore computer chair. It was ball fucking, stain. It was amazing. It was so... <laughs> there's not a devil ball stain. There's not a ball stain. <laughs> what? It, 
I'm not even going to get into it. We're just going to put what? A, we're no, just Hold on, hold on. Right before we get into everything, Anthony's on a one right party. I'm going to put a picture on Twitter, and you guys can fucking tell us if it's a ball stain, right? <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it up to Twitter. Is this a ball stain? Well, then Is I have to compare stain? like where I sit in, because it's so far ahead. They're not... My balls don't hang like <laughs> six inches from where I sit. What if it's like 90 degrees in the house? Dude, I, I don't sit naked in a chair. <laughs> what if you did? I don't. <laughs> There would be ass Dude, I sit in the chair. Don't I sit. don't sit naked in the chair. I don't know what you're doing. It's not a ball stain. One, yeah. I think Wondering Priority is the best <laughs> animation. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Andy, what's our time at real quick? Uh, 108. I, oh, I think Wondering... It's not, not a ball stain. Um, I'm going to throw a weird one out, and I know that this is never, never anything we're all three going to agree on. I'm throwing Vivi out. I knew you were going to say Vivi. I, I have to. Like mm-hmm. the, the animation in Vivi is so fucking beautiful and well done and articulated that I I can't just like say, no, nah, there's no way that it this is doesn't good. win. It, is, uh, it looks amazing, especially, you mentioned before, the close-ups on the face. You can see all the shit going on. Yeah, like in and the it, eyes. The art style completely changes when they do that. It looks really awesome. It's just the... I th- like I mean, my opinion is so fucking biased because that's one of my favorite shows mm-hmm. I've ever watched. So as me saying this is like, oh, haha, there goes Luke spreading his fucking propaganda <laughs> again. But like, I have to give it to it. I, like, I can't not give the show its props when it deserves them. If I didn't choose Wonder Egg, I would do Vivi. Tip. So what? What do you choose? Are you still on Hori Mia? Um, we're pretty firm in our camps over here. I know that's why I have to change. That's why. Would I you like to? Would you like to, to decide over a beer break? No, because I think I know my answer. You bought it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I think I know my answer. He's just like to your eternity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I honestly got to go Wonder Egg too. The the ba- the battle scene I remember specifically on the bridge. Where the where our, uh, I think it was our main girl who was fighting on the bridge. That was really good. That that was the scene that blew me away. I was like, this show's on another level when it comes to animation. I, I got to give it up to Wonder Egg. Vivi was a good runner up. I, I would, yeah, Vivi. Vivi was Vivi like really really close, dude. Well. It was like a sixteenth of a hair. Mine goes to. I mean, I'm not trying to win. I'm trying to explain my thought process mm-hmm. through it, and it's just like all of the close-up martial arts scenes were fucking so goddamn well animated. Yeah. Like, when she activated her defense protocol. Yeah, she was, she was based. That was well animated as shit. And then at the very end, when she got in the, uh... <laughs> the cube car. <laughs> the cube... Get the, in the cube, cube car was kinda epic. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll... I'm not, I'm not happy about it, but I'll take second. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. Um, what is our next category, and how many do we have left? Uh, three three left? left. Three left. We'll take a quick beer break. Because I know the cameras were almost at like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. So take a beer break. We'll finish these ones off. And uh, that'll be the Hello Hard Man May Voyage. All right, we're back from our, was that our third and final beer break? Yeah. Yeah. Bingus, dingus, ringus. Let's get this going. Biggest dickus. <laughs> uh, next, we have our own personal categories. Two of them that we uh, threw in and we just had to make up for fun. This one's biggest disappointment. 
And on there we have Wonder Egg Priority, Higurashi, Other Side Picnic, The Detective is Already Dead, Joran, and Fena. Can we go through like real quick and why describe we chose, why they're on there? Why? Just a quick one, two. Yeah. yeah. So just go down the list. All right. So for Wonder Egg, we put it on there because the final episode was complete dog shit and did absolutely nothing to help the series. It actually hurt it. In more, in not just our opinion, ratings for the show actually went down like a whole fucking number on most anime review sites because of that final episode. The final episode has like a six, and the rest of the show has like an eight point four or something like that. Um, for Higurashi, end of the second season was just so bad. The second season was just bad in general. For the yeah, most part. when a horror show turns into a shonen, it's kind of weird. Not only does it, it turn into a shonen, itself. it just repeats itself and then does it worse than when it did the first time. It was cool for like the first arc, and then it was. Repetitive. And then they should have just skipped it, but they yeah. didn't, and that was disappointing to say the least. Other side picnic was just disappointing <laughs> all around. Yeah, there were no redeeming qualities of that show on such a cool concept. You give us, you deliver like one of the coolest concepts for a show of the year, and then you go, you it's gonna suck though. You go, it was it was the most meh meh could be. Yeah, I don't think I could meh it harder. Um, for the detective's already dead. It was fine for the first three episodes, and then. It was just like the show went backwards in time and sat there for the rest of the show. It was like the point of the show of the detective being dead, but the whole time the detective is alive the entire show. Is... I think the whole monster thing was kind of stupid, too. Yeah, that didn't make any sense, but that was fine. They introduced that in the first part, and I was like, all right, whatever. That's the world that they live in. Yeah. It's just like when Chameleon Man showed up and all that, I was like, <laughs> what? Uh, for Joran... The show just fell flat, dog. I'm mm-hmm. going to be brutally honest. The show started off with like a cool story, cool like era to work in, but with a fantasy twist, and then it just fell flat. It was like if you were walking up the stairs, you missed a step, and then you fell backwards six flights. And then like, they threw the whole plot out the window on the last episode. The last episode, they, they said, oh, it out. you know how the whole story's been this so far? No. No. Yeah. We make our own endings here. And then for Fena, the show is just rushed. That's really the most disappointing part yeah, about it. Yeah, it's if, unfortunate. If it would have taken its time to make what it wanted to be, or even if they just extended runtime, doubled the amount of episodes, something, it probably would have been a lot better than it was. So what's your vote? For biggest disappointment? Yeah. yeah. Are we voting this off of like the best one that was still disappointing or the most disappointing just, one? Just in general, what was the most disappointing to you? Come back to me if you know. Wonder Egg. Wonder Egg. I want to give it to Wonder Egg, but... Can I, I'll just explain. This might Maybe this will help. Wonder Egg was so disappointing to me because the, sh- the first 12 episodes were, to me, w- planning up to be... Very high on my favorite show list. The show for me hit something different. It was just amazing to me. Not like, an- like animation. The story was really cool. I liked all the characters, including our two guys that were like sock puppets. And <laughs> just the whole concept of the show. Like we go into this one fantasy dream world and we fight these insane looking monsters that traumatized us and we save 
save people that have died or committed suicide like or something like that. The whole show took on a, a very sensitive topic of suicide And it did, it did it really in a cool way. And then they hit us with the 13th episode, which was so bad, I did not even watch it. Because Anthony and Luke were like, that is the biggest pile of shit I've ever seen. Like, the first half of it's a recap, and then the second half it has nothing to do with what's going on. If and you had guys like Joey the Anime Man making videos on the show of how good it was, and then you get this last episode that just destroys yeah. so it's the like, show. It was, I was so hyped up, and then it like really disappointed me. So it wasn't the whole show. It was the fact that one thing ruined so much for it. And it will live in infamy like that. It's not going to be, oh, that show was really good. It's going to be that last episode sucked ass and the show had potential, but it fell flat. The only reason I ask is because if you want me to talk about the biggest disappointment, I'd probably have to give it to Higurashi just because you had such a good first season to repeat it in the second season. See, that's another good, that's another good like, that contender. Like, that's why I was asking, because yeah. while I do agree, I think Wonder Egg probably had... No, not even probably. Wonder Egg had one of the worst endings mm-hmm. ever in any show. Probably up there with Darling in the Franks. That's how bad it was. It was, it was, it was, it was awful. The only problem with that is that people, for whatever reason, don't let Darling in the Franks live in infamy of its finale. It's more of a meme. Ha, it's ha, more funny of a shit. meme. Ha ha funny, but everyone got mad about the Wonder Egg one. Not like ha ha meme Wonder Egg ending, which I guess there's nothing really to meme about the Wonder Egg ending. It was just bad. Whereas the firm were kind of just funny. <laughs> yeah, they were stupid. <laughs> it was so stupidly bad that it was funny. Yeah. It, was, it was one of those like, it's so bad it's good. Yeah. I think Except it wasn't good. Higurashi was, it was a, a consistent disappointment like week after week mm-hmm. with you were hoping that they stopped doing the repeating thing, but then the next episode aired, and you're like, oh, they, they did it again. And then it turned into a show. It was a very consistent disappointment, whereas yeah. uh, Wonder Egg was just a big disappointment. Yeah. It was just like a bombshell of disappointing, whereas Higurashi was like, I'm cutting each of your limbs off with disappointment. Yeah. I'm still going to go with Wonder Egg, because even though Higurashi had like the constant disappointment thing, I still enjoyed the show for what it was. Like I was still pretty enthralled, and I, I am fairly biased towards Higurashi. I just, I love the series as a whole. So, while it was still disappointing, I still probably liked it more than what happened to Warner. That's Ray. that's how I feel. That's why I didn't choose Higurashi. All right. So it's Wonder Egg. We're two to. It's, it's two to whatever I am. Yeah. Because I don't. I, I'm between those two. For they the were all just fucking. Good. Yeah. They all, they were shit. all just disappointing. Shit Every all six of these shows are shows <laughs> I do not recommend anyone watch. All right. Uh, yeah. next is this the final is, one? No. Oh, we have one more after this. Two, one after this. Okay. So this is uh, most underrated. This one was the one I thought was like really cool for mm-hmm. us to do. So we have Duke of Death and His Maid, Shadow's House, Super Cub, I've Been Killing Slimes for 300 Years and Maxed Out My Level, The Aquatope on White Sand, and Taisho Tome Fairy Tale. Mm-hmm. Now, when we say like underrated, we're talking about like People don't talk about these shows mm-hmm. a lot. You don't see it like posted everywhere if you follow like anime pages or anything. You don't see it like doesn't really rate high on a lot of like weekly anime list things mm-hmm. like on R slash anime, I think is where they do those a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. People just don't really talk about these shows as and as much as you think that they should because they are sleeper shows. Mm-hmm. I know mine. What's yours? Slime. I I didn't see a single ounce of like attention to that show when it was so fucking funny, so fun to watch, 
and it it went hard as fuck. It didn't have the right, but it did. It was, that show was like a genuine like gut buster. Like I, I genuinely laughed at that show, and I loved all the characters. I think the funny thing is the only thing I ever saw about this show is what we all three said. We're halfway the through the time. show. They're like, yeah. why is it good now? Why is the mm-hmm. animation so fucking good now? It went from zero to 100 in that one episode. And it's all the same studio. They didn't switch yeah. studios <laughs> in the middle. It's just the studio decided to actually put in work. They're like, oh, we're on the clock now. Yeah. I, I think I think that show deserves more attention. Our doodles Everything are... else kind of got a little bit, but I didn't see a single thing about that show. We sent in doodles because we thought it'd be funny, and it turned into a real show. So let's yeah. actually send them in real stuff now. Like, fuck. I was going to say Aquatote, but thinking back, like, it did kind of consistently rank in top tens of like anime lists. So it got a little bit of attention, but overall, I didn't see a lot of people pay attention to it, and I fucking love that show. I did but enjoy I am going to probably agree with <clears throat> fuck because there's like none of these shows almost got any attention like Super Cub for instance didn't get shit even though it was just a Honda ad <laughs> yeah <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> it was super but, like, cool what that show did with when things got better and the color change that was super super mm-hmm. cool to watch and the, it was the just way like, it portrayed like depression was as I say like cool. for a show to hit depression yeah. like that is really fucking good I think, um, man. It's kind of like how you guys are talking about how Wonder Egg hit suicide so fucking mm-hmm, well just, for being such a rough subject. It mm-hmm. hit depression really well. Yeah. Fuck, you know, I think I am going to go Super Cup because not only did I not see anything about it, I think that, like what Luke said, it hit a topic that strikes a nerve with a lot of people and it did it well. And you can see how things get better with the color changing of the show. That is something I've never seen in a show before. Mm-hmm. And it was so. I didn't even notice it. Luke pointed it out, and then I started seeing it. But it, it was so cool that they did that. Yeah. You can s- genuinely see the character get happy with the colors and the show get more vivid. I have to go with Super Cub, too. Super Cub. It's just the fact that you have such a rough topic, uh, such as depression, and instead of it just being like, you're just happy now, it's just kind of like you find something you enjoy, you work towards what you enjoy, and then you find enjoyment in life. And mm-hmm. then you start realizing that you're happier because you're doing something. I can, oh, I was super cub. I can get behind it. I love super cub. I mean, the show was like overall pretty boring, but I had a great time watching. Yeah, it. I was I'm always not th- I was always enthralled watching it. It's like, bro, look. Yeah, there was no excitement, but I was like, Dude, she, she got, got a windshield. She got a windshield. Yeah, we would text each other, and be like, she got the back. Fucking, She's got the, she got the basket. <laughs> the basket on the front. <laughs> yeah. It made me want to buy a super cub. I've been looking. We've all been looking. We for can't super find cubs. it. We're yeah, gonna have to they're hard to them. find here. <laughs> just, just in general, we can't find that one. Yeah, I don't want. I don't know if I want the green, but like we can't even find that model. I, I want that exact. I want the sticker. exact model. Like, color, sorry. color, I can change, but that's the model, like style. I know I, hers was nice. I don't want to go over forty miles an hour ever. Yeah, because no. <laughs> it's scary. <laughs> so, I think Super Cub takes most underrated. Yeah. Yeah. What's I mean, last? What's last? Finally, is the anime of the year. So, for anime of the year, we had five ones that we were between, and then we couldn't think of a sixth. <laughs> yeah. So, take your guess on which one we took the piss out of. Uh, so, we have Vivi, Two Year Eternity, Jobless Reincarnation, Hori Mia, Dragon Goes House Hunting, <laughs> and Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Made S. <laughs> <laughs> You're just thinking about how we put Dragon Ghost House on right? Yeah, I remember you? watching the first five minutes and shutting it off. Dude, oh my god, it was so it bad. It was horrible. And like Thorpe and I said, 
We're watching Rumble Garandal, which is arguably just a worse show, mm -hmm. just in general. It's not annoying to watch, so yeah. I can I can stomach it. Yeah, the dragon's voice just made me go, oh, okay, I can't yeah, do this. Yeah, I, was, I was pissed off. <laughs> I was mad. I was mad when he talked. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Talk me through it. Um, Thought process. There's there's two I'm pedaling on. Thought processes go. That is Vivi and Dragon Maid. They're gonna see Dragon Go's house. I got you almost. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's either it's either Dragon Maid or Vivi. Vivi for the various obvious reasons because the the show there's nothing wrong with it. It is in my eyes, you, you could almost say a perfect show. Um, but with Dragon Maid, it's like it was the pre like the big thing for Kyoto Animation to do. Everyone loved the first season. It wasn't just like piggybacking off the first. Like it actually. It did itself justice, not just because it was a second season to an amazing show, but because it was a good, fantastic show. Um, I don't know. I don't know. This one's really hard, honestly. This one's actually really hard for me. This one is... I'm, I'm teetering on Jobless and Dragon Maid. Jobless, for obvious reasons, it is receiving an insane amount of hype for very good reason. I don't think it's overhyped by any means. And Drag Maid, like, because he's what you said, like, this is the, the thing that Kyo Andy did after the fire and stuff. Mm -hmm. It had huge expectations, and I really think it hit him. And it, like you said, it did not piggyback off of the first season. It took a different angle, and I think it did it really well. It, it showed, like, a a deeper side to all the characters. And I really yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't as, like, goofy funny. It was actually a pretty deep show when it got down to the core. Except for Fafnir. He was still goofy funny. Fafnir was, Fafnir was <laughs> awesome, though. He was still goofy he's funny. Always, he's always gooning. He's always gooning out yeah. here. Magical girl love an idiot. Yeah, what we love goon. him. What a goon. None of his mangas are getting sold. None of his dojins, so... Poor guy. I, I think I'm going to go with Dragon Maid because, like, I was expecting big things. I got big things, and I was not disappointed. Mm -hmm. And with Jobless, I didn't like expect anything. I, Luke was just saying like it's really good, and it is. It is a fantastic show. I have not been disappointed by it yet. But Dragon Maid, I hold Kyo Annie in a, on a pedestal. I'm mm -hmm. pretty biased towards Kyo Annie. So this is partially a biased opinion. Luke, I think I know yours. I'm just going to say, dude... Dragon Maid didn't have a scene where they were in Iowa at the end. I'm just saying. Millennium <laughs> didn't have a scene where they were in Iowa. I'm just That's saying. True. They weren't in a cornfield. That's true. They weren't in a cornfield. Anime yeah. of the year gets lucky star. <laughs> <laughs> they were in Idaho. Or Idaho. Whatever. Whatever. It, it was live There's action. a cornfield in the middle of nowhere yeah. in the United States. And then they did the live Lucky Channel live action. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Like, I mean, come on. Come lucky on. Lucky they, they, they weren't in a cornfield for the end of a Dragon Maid episode, so I'm sorry. I, I can't give it. I can't give it. The, the, that That's... That's my standard. My standard is cornfields. <laughs> um, seriously, though, uh, this was hard for me, too, because I'm going to be like super upfront with us. Three of the shows on here are probably going to be contenders for this year's actual Crunchyroll Awards. Yeah. I think Vivi, Tutor Eternity, and Jobless Reincarnations are three of like, the best chance of getting into the Crunchyroll If they're Award. not on there, I'm going to be fucking angry. If they're not, then I know that it's just some stupid fucking popularity contest. Yeah. Which it just still doesn't make sense because all three of those show shows were popular extremely fuck. popular. 
the only way I can see Vivian Jobless not being on there is because they're on Funimation. Yeah. Which, for whatever reason, Funimation shows barely make it on there ever. Mm-hmm. With a shout out to Sleepy Princess last year for Best Comedy. Should have won. Big shouts. Should have won. Should have won. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> that being said, I'm going to go Vivi. I, obviously, I, it's, it, it's just my bias. It's again opinion. biased. It's such a biased opinion. I can't. So we have two biased, and I'm the tiebreaker. Again. It's, it's not anything. I, I've already sold the show enough this episode. It's like I'm sponsored by Wit Studios <laughs> to sell their fucking show to you. Look, look, give, do, do it for a I think Ranking of Kings also has a really high chance of making it into the Crunchyroll Awards. That show is fucking awesome. It's fucking off. I am not watching it. The show is fucking awesome. You should be. I told you to watch it. You didn't because you suck. Thanks. Alex also likes pee pee. Can you finish But I digress. That being said, I give my props to KyoAni for um, Dragon Maid. It's so fucking good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it to Dragon Maid. I think we it. should like cut right there and like kept it like a weird. I'm, I, like, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna give it, it to, to yeah. and then it and then cuts cut. off. Yeah. And then Next it's like, week we do Dragon Maid. <laughs> or, like pause it for 15 seconds. Dragon Maid. There's like no, there's like nothing like insane about your yeah. voice fluctuations. You're just like Dragon, Dragon Maid. Yes. Like it's a clear cut. It's clearly cut in post. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I want it to be like so cut that like you just take the still frame. I'm gonna give it to D- <laughs> Dragon Maid. D- Dragon, Dragon House hunting. <laughs> Dragon Ma- goes house hunting. Can you now cut that and have him say Dragon goes house hunting? <laughs> I think that'd be kind of funny. I think I would. I think overall, I think like that list is uh, those four shows that we we're kind of bouncing between. Those uh, they really they just hit the nail on the head. I think all five shows on here that aren't Dragon Ghost House Hunting, yeah, they're shows that I think everybody should watch. Yeah, they, they did something for their genre. Even if you're like one of those, I don't know, I'm only like Shonen shows or something. I think all of these shows have something that anyone would enjoy. Yeah, I, I think anyone can pick one of them up and be like, that was a... I'm happy I did that. I think Vivi would probably be the easiest for most people to pick up just because it has the action it has and everything action. that everybody It has always... cute stuff. Like, no. there's, it's, there's something in Vivi for every single person. And then probably Jobless to your eternity and then Dragon Maid. Dragon Maid's just so that, hard that to recommend hard, to people. Yeah, it's hard, hard to, to recommend to people. See, see, I, dis- I, I disagree. I, I could... Uh, I could recommend Dragon Maid to anyone, and I wouldn't feel like weird doing it. I wouldn't, but like, it, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, it's hard to get someone to watch that you recommend them to. If you yeah. like, talk to a strictly shown person, you're like, "Hey, watch Dragon Maid." They'd be like, "What the fuck? You're a fucking idiot." It's fucking anime, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Are they naked in it? No. Well, Why would the fuck would I watch it? <laughs> Are they slapping each other's balls with a rushing gun? Then I don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, the double Rossen gun? Who, all right, which one's eating hair? Who's the next Hokage? <laughs> Who's the next Hokage? Deku. Deku. But I mean, I, I feel like our lists were actually not bad. No, I'm super, I'm super proud of them. I'm actually super proud of them. Impressive. I thought ours was going to be like a big ship post list, mm-hmm. and we actually put thought into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy with that. That turned out really awesome, actually. 
Uh, we will leave it in the description for you guys. We'll leave out the categories. And if you want to comment what you thought fit what category, if we didn't get your opinion right, let us know in the comments because um, I want to see what everyone else thinks too. Just, I think Boruto should have won every category. Yeah. Make sure you justify your answer with a three-page thesis. Yeah. Any yeah. unjustified MLA answers format. will not be graded. Yeah, MLA format. 12-point font times, times New Roman. Yeah. Double space. Double, Double space. space. Yeah. So when we print it, we can redline. Yeah, we need to uh, correct you guys. And then we'll send it back. Uh, I know there's autocorrect, but try to spell everything correctly. <laughs> yeah, come on. Put in the effort. Put in some effort. Like, at least try to Cite spell. your fucking sources, guys. Seriously, we don't need plagiarism here. <laughs> Cite your sources. We don't support plagiarism here. No, not at all. I might have copied a lot of fucking papers in <laughs> college, but I don't support it. I did it because it was easy. <laughs> Luke grew up. You should too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. So there was our completely yeah. opinionated facts. Yeah. On the anime of 2021. Facts based on our opinion. I'm, I'm really excited for what 2022 is to bring because coming into uh, January, we got some hard hitters already. Coming into spring, we have way, way too hard. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough one next December, yeah. but uh, but we'll see you to it, guys. Anything else from you two? I'm all game. Bip, skip, dip. Sencho, marry me. Do eight and skate. Masturbate. That's a real question I have right here. What does it cost to watch this podcast? This podcast is free of charge. You do not have to pay anything for this podcast. You can do it free on any streaming platform, including YouTube. The only thing we ask is that you share the podcast if you found anything interesting. And this is more of an interactive episode. You get to engage with the harm boys that that's something right there that's choose a, your choice worth, now <laughs> that's worth a lot of money and we're not making you pay for it so free podcast give it a share a like comment subscribe i actually wish there was a way to do that like we could have voting system cool. actually like on uh, spotify when i upload it there's like a poll so in the last episode i did a poll it was like hey what do you find weird about japan and people can reply to that poll Oh shit, that's yeah. Kind of yeah cool. Spotify is actually kind of a little interactive. But I was thinking, like, it, for like the video itself, if there was like pauses after I we read all the mm-hmm. winners, and it was like they could click on which one. You know, that'd like be uh, Ame's live stream, she did that, and you could vote. That'd yeah, be, yeah, that'd but be she cool but she put that. up the polls herself manually. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's just weirder when you live stream. But uh, we are eight subscribers away from 100 subs Woo! on YouTube. Yeah. So. Get us to that triple digit, guys. If you guys want really to support us, we would appreciate it. We really need We're it. We're very it, close. That's a big milestone for us. We're really looking forward to it. Yeah, that. that's that's the hardest thing to get on YouTube is the first 100. We're and almost there. After that, we all know you're too easy. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a cheap <laughs> date. Take you to town like... I'm not even going to buy you me. wine before it's I a cheap fuck date. the shit out of we you. We go to a bowling alley and bone in the back. <laughs> we get a picture of Bush. A picture of Bush. <laughs> I don't think they even sell Bush by the picture. Bush on tap. <laughs> if you ever take me somewhere with Bush on tap, I'm killing you. <laughs> I'm sliding down the bowling lane head first. <laughs> you, you will be murdered. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that's the end of the Christmas uh, award ceremony special. Hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of work to put together. Big thanks to Luke for really doing a lot of the uh, plug work. The, the plug work behind the scenes. Um, we'll see you next week. Um, I hope you guys had a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. I hope Merry you guys Christmas. had a Merry Christmas. Big, big point out. Big Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Uh, New Year's coming up. Stay safe. Stay horny. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.